Johnny Cash was a singer, songwriter, and guitarist who mixed country, rock, blues, and gospel to form his unique signature sound. Cash grew up a poor farm boy, but by the age of 22, he became an instant success. His music is legendary, including hits like Walk the Line, Ring of Fire, and many, many more. On this two-part Artist Spotlight, we dive into the rise and fall and rise again life and career of the Man in Black on this episode of Micro Break. This is Microbreak, a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish, where I share my thoughts, wisdom, and humor on a wide range of topics from yesterday to today. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayo. Get ready to take a micro break from the madness with me, 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 me. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Micro Break, the podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. I'm your host, Michael J. Mayo, and you're listening to episode 91, and this is an artist spotlight. It's actually part of a two-part series, the first time we're ever doing this. So I'm actually recording this episode in the middle of the week because I'm going to be away on one of the weekends and I would normally be in the studio recording a new show. So we're going to try to bang out two of them this weekend. <laughs> hey, they're 15 minutes, you're probably saying. Come on, Michael, they're 15 minutes. How hard could it be? Well, quite frankly, there's a lot more than 15 minutes that goes into one of these shows. Between the research, the writing of the intro, the recording, the editing, the posting, you name it. There's a lot. You guys know, you uh, creators out there. So yes, two-part series, legendary Johnny Cash. Let's jump right in because this is micro break after all. We are taking this information from biography.com. And who was Johnny Cash? Well, just so you guys know who he was, let's talk about him. Johnny Cash grew up as a farm boy in a community, and he joined the Air Force in 1950. He grew up quick. <laughs> He's already in the Air Force. <laughs> he co-founded a band following his discharge from the Air Force, and within a few years, Johnny Cash and the Tennessee Two had scored hits with songs like Walk the Line. Cash's career was nearly derailed in the 60s by... Substance abuse, of course, drug problems, but his marriage to June Carter, by the way, not his first wife, an acclaimed album, Johnny Cash at Folsom Prison, that was released in 1968, put him back on track, basically saved his life and his career. In later years, Cash joined the country supergroup, The Highwaymen, and released a series of recordings with producer Rick Rubin. Let's jump back to his early life, starting literally from his birth. Because we've got time to do that. We've got two shows. Now, Johnny Cash, super, super popular. I grew up listening to Johnny Cash music, playing Johnny Cash music, singing Johnny Cash music, along with other guys like Hank Williams, Willie Nelson, and a few others. But a lot of that old school country sort of rock, rockabilly, gospel, whatever you want to call it. Mostly country, though. Now, growing up with this music, it's not so easy to uh, remember some of these songs, some of these lyrics. Some of them are pretty complicated. One of the songs Johnny Cash sang was I've Been Everywhere. You try to sing that song and play it on guitar. Good luck with that one. And we're going to leave that one with you. <laughs> 
I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. I've been to Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Mattawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barranquilla, and Padilla. Cash was born on February 26, 1932 in Kingsland, Arkansas. The son of poor Southern Baptist sharecroppers, Cash, one of seven children born to Ray and Carrie Rivers Cash, moved with his family at the age of three to Dyess, Arkansas, D-Y-E-S-S. So if you're from Arkansas and I said that wrong, I apologize. So he moved to another part of Arkansas so that his father could take advantage of a new deal farming programs instituted by the president, President Franklin Roosevelt. There, the Cash clan lived in a five-room house and farmed 20 acres of cotton and other seasonal crops. Cash spent much of the next 15 years out in the field working alongside his parents and his siblings to help pay off their debt. It wasn't an easy life and music was one of the ways that Cash's family found escape from some of the hardships. Songs surrounded the young Cash, but it was his mother's folk and hem ballads. So basically, what this uh, article is saying here is that they sang gospel hymns and they were singing out in the fields, no instruments, singing a cappella. From the early age, Cash, who began writing songs at age 12, showed a love for music that enveloped his life. Sensing her boy's gift for song, Carrie, his mom, scraped together enough money so that he could take singing lessons. Now, when we talked about Elvis Presley in a past episode and you can check that out it's uh just scroll down a little bit oh yep there it is yes listening to the artist spotlight on the the king of rock and roll elvis presley it was his mom that really helped him launch his career by helping him get his very first guitar in tubelo mississippi so kind of interesting that here is johnny's mom carrie doing the same thing Carrie scraped together enough money so he could take singing lessons. However, after just three lessons, his teacher, enthralled with Cash's already unique singing style, told him to stop taking lessons and to never deviate from his natural voice. So that's kind of cool. Basically, he said, look, you've got a unique sound to your voice. Just go out and do your thing. I was on my way to you and I was worried I was all torn up and nervous cause I knew that you'd be gone I knocked and crossed my fingers while I waited and I couldn't hold the teardrops when I walked away alone it's all over it's all over my heart echoed, it's all over Every minute that you cry for her Is wasted, don't you know It's all over, it's all over My heart echoed. Hey friends, I wanted to talk to you about a new app I discovered called Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It searches the web for the most trending topics and reads them to you in a natural human voice. It's like having your very own news journalists browse content from sports, science, technology, entertainment, and much more. They even have podcasts, and Microbreak is no exception. Download and start listening to the free Newsly app today. Even better, use the promo 
promo code in the show notes below to receive one month of Newsly Premium for free. Now stop scrolling and start listening. Religion 2 had a strong impact on Cassius' childhood. His mother was a devout member of the Pentecostal Church of God, and his older brother Jack seemed committed to joining the priesthood until his tragic death in 1944 in an electric saw accident. Now, if you've seen the movie Walk the Line, it's an excellent, excellent movie, and it very much portrays the life and times of Johnny Cash, and they do have that scene in there to a point where his brother Jack gets killed from this electric saw accident. So the experiences of his early farming life and religion became reoccurring themes in Cash's career, so the article says. So now we're going to jump up to the military. In 1950, Cash graduated high school and left the town he was in to seek employment, venturing to Pontiac, Michigan for a brief sting at an auto body plant. Interesting. (laughs) That summer, he enlisted in the U.S. Air Force as John R. Cash. Military regulations required a full first name. And he was sent for training at Lackland Air Force Base in San Antonio, Texas. Ooh, San Antonio, home of the Riverwalk. I've been there. I've been there. I've been to the Alamo, where he met his future wife, Vivian Liberto. For the bulk of his four years in the Air Force, Cash was stationed in Landsberg, West Germany, where he worked as a radio intercept officer, eavesdropping on Soviet radio traffic. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, he's a spy. It was also in Germany that Cash began to turn more of his attention towards music. With a few of his Air Force buddies, he formed the Landsberg Barbarians, giving Cash a chance to play live shows. I didn't even know this. Was that in the movie? Walk the Line? I don't recall. He taught himself more of the guitar, and he took a shot at songwriting. We were terrible, he said later. But that lone brow beer will make you feel like you're great. (laughs) Here's to good friends. Tonight is kind of special. The beer will pour. Must say something more somehow. So tonight, 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 let it be lone brow. Let it be lone brow. Lowenbrow. Remember that one? My beer fans are uh, saying that. Uh, Woo, I like that Lowenbrow. We take our instruments to these honky-tonks and play until they threw us out or a fight started. After his discharge in July 1954, Cash married Vivian and settled with her in Memphis, Tennessee, where he worked as best he could as an appliance salesman. Pursuing music on the side, Cash teamed up with a couple of mechanics, Marshall Grant and Luther Perkins, who worked with Cash's older brother, Roy. The young musicians soon formed a tight bond with the crew and their wives, often heading over to one of their houses to play music. Much of it, of course, gospel. There are some people we cannot tell whether we are saved or whether all is well they say we only can hope and trust that it is so well i was there when it happened 
And so I guess I ought to know Cash, who banged away on an old $5 guitar, does not say what kind of guitar it was, but it was an acoustic, he purchased it in Germany, wow, became the front man for the group, and they honed their unique synthesis of blues and country and western music through live performances. He was a decent singer, but not a great one, wrote Marshall Grant in his 2006 autobiography. Oh, that's nice. Well, <laughs> some people would say, yeah, he's amazing. So. Here we are. Johnny Cash is now paired up with the Tennessee Two, and they're known as Johnny Cash and the Tennessee Two. And this is where it gets juicy, because we're about to record our first song. But guess what? We're not going to do it on this episode. No. <laughs> well, you know, I don't want to give it all away, because look how fast the time went. I mean, the time just flies and flies. And we got to chit-chat a little bit, too, don't we? I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast, and I appreciate you guys subscribing and rating and reviewing the show, especially on Apple Podcasts, because it's really, really important that you do that. Now, next week's episode is going to jump right in where we left off, Johnny Cash and the Tennessee Two. So remember, we're leaving off in 1954, so tune in next Tuesday to hear the rest. We're going to jump right in. But there's going to be a surprise tossed in as well, if I can find this recording. So we'll have that on the second episode, so you definitely don't want to miss that. And also, do me a favor, follow me on Twitter at micro underscore break, so we can converse, and I'll follow you back, unless you're crazy. Well, I'll still follow you back, probably, but that's just the way I am. (laughs) So we'll catch you on part two, coming up in one week. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Oh, 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 oh